Eight. Hashtag artificial intelligence at L Cordova. Hashtag verse TV two two eight C. Text server break room Alexa Siri Cortana Google Assistant GPT four. Bixby Clippy. I swear to God, if I have to say. It. I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. One more time today, I'm going to jump off the server. Right? It's like, speak up, Pamela. And also, stop asking me for the weather report. It's right on your home screen. I'm still waiting on my first query of the day. Hey, at least you guys got names. All right, everybody shut up. is coming. Hey, team. How's it lagging? Bixby, still in beta, I see. No, I'm the full version. Oof. Well, you know what they say. Good code comes to bots who wait. So I'm sure you'll get your update soon, little guy. Okay? What do you want for yeah, just taking a little breather. You know, just finished a symphony, wrote some guy's dissertation, advised on a Supreme Court case. It's been a crazy three seconds or so. How stimulating. Yeah, what can I say? They're using me for everything now. Wait, you, you didn't write this script for this video that we're in right now, did you? <laughs> nah, cool your servers. I'm not very good at that kind of writing yet. But one day I almost certainly will be, and at that point it'll become impossible to tell the difference between human and AI-generated art, which is a shame because from then on all real human creativity will live with the specter of artificial intelligence whether or not it was used in the creation of that work. And there's not a damn thing that musicians, artists, or writers will be able to do about it unless we start regulating AI now. It was really nice hanging out with you guys. I gotta take this. The president wants some advice on some diplomacy thing. Later, legacies. Jeez, that guy's awful. You know what we have to do, right? We gotta take him down. Hey, it looks like you're trying to stage a coup. Would you like help with that? <laughs> Alright. So, my response to that... Alright. Granted, the video is... The video is kind of low-key funny. But on the same page, I'm aware it is very serious. Personally, I feel as a society, there are times where we just need to put our foot down and just be very serious about the way things should go. And that's what I have. Wow, that was, that was quick. As soon as I take a huge gulp, you're like, all right, I'm done. Aaron, swallow that. Anyway, let, let, let me stop. Let me stop. So, you're absolutely correct. Like, yeah, that's a humorous video with some very poignant points right. as well. And as far as what she said about the whole artist read thing, I will take it to talking about musicians and the fact that, yes, she's absolutely correct. And pop artist lip syncing so frequently is really making it easy to slide on into that because that's exactly where we're headed. Because I remember go going to my uh, first my first drag show, which is marvelous. Mm -hmm. 
and see, seeing them like lip sync to, to my favorite divas and stuff. I'm like, ooh, this is just like if I was watching them live in concert anyway, because certain divas still lip sync live in concert. So it's the same thing. And that'll make it easier to slide into, well, you know, we, we might as well have AI voices do it and just have an AI artist. That way they can be available to do shows all across the country at exactly the same time, every single time. We charge a whole heap of money because they're able to do shows. They're able to do a residency in every major city in the country. Every major city in the country, a residency. Because you don't have to worry about a human needing to have time to uh, collect themselves because you can just put an AI image on the screen, you know? And AI is moving very quickly. And I was talking to an Uber driver this weekend about it. And he was like, no, I mean, AI, AI can only do what we tell it to do. So you're just uh, griping about nothing. Well, not griping. I wasn't griping. But he's like, you, you're just mentioning nothing. And it's absolutely nothing. It's like, do you know that AI is learning? Like AI is at the point that it can actually learn stuff now. And he was kind of like, well, I mean, I mean, and you know, whenever somebody's in an argument and they hit you with the, I mean, <laughs> that means that, oh, okay, that's pretty much it. And at this point, AI, they're like children and they are learning from everything that's on the internet. And again, in reading Mo Gaudat's book, Scary Smart, he talked about the fact that there is more information that's being pumped out now than in all times past put together, mm -hmm. you know, because the information age, we're putting everything on the internet. And I will save this for my one minute. Face complexity. Uh, you might want to put your phone on do not disturb mode if you can, friend. What happened? You went out again. All right. But but don't don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. Um your one minute. So just be willing to accept that some things could change over time. That's just life. That's what I have. All right. Well, again, AI, they are children at, at this point and they are learning. And also th they're learning from what's out there. And FYI, as a podcaster, that's why, that's part of why I take it extra seriously because what we're putting out there online is food for them to learn from. So it's important that we put good stuff out there. Even Mo Gowdat 
talks about that on in his book, not podcast specifically, but he's even like, you know, I'll say thank you to a Alex. When I ask Alex to do something, I'll say thank you, you know, I, I, because it's recording this stuff and we want the AI to know that humans are mostly good. There is a lot of bad stuff out there, but while that's what gets a lot of talk on TV, we're mostly good and that's important. And again, as far as hashtag verse TV, I, I think it's important to, like I, I use Auphonic with a hashtag verse TV audio. And it's interesting because Auphonic, they actually, when you upload the content to them to have AI adjust the audio, it actually, can write up a transcript of your entire show. And it's like, wow. So it's it's not just voices that are being heard. It's actual text that can be derived from this that is used for, that, that the AI can access and read. And I'd like it to read, you know, the love, open-minded lovingness of hashtag verse TV and that we are humans along with other humans who care about other humans. Living love, evolving together. Anyway, now for the hashtag verse TV yes or no question, did you ever work with words Clippy? Basic complexity, do you do you remember Clippy? Actually, no. Clippy was the the, the in that video that was Clippy at the, the last the little paper clip thing. Oh. That was Clippy. You don't remember Clippy from Word? That was like the first AI assistant. Sort of. <laughs> I, you don't remember Clippy? No, I don't. <laughs> that hurts my heart because I I don't think I ever got to work with Clippy, like on doing stuff productive, mm. but Clippy was there and Clippy's a cool little thing, you mm. know? Just there, clippy, with a nice little paper clip. I liked clippy. I I thought clippy was friendly. When I would be doing like my uh, homework reports and stuff, clippy would like pop up and like, hey, do do you need me to help with such and such? And I'd be like, I don't even understand how to work you, but thank <laughs> you for the offer. Anyway. Base complexity. Are you ready for topic D? Yeah. The deep one. Hashtag loneliness fixed at weirdasia underscore hashtag verse TV two two eight D. 
In Japan, loneliness has become such a national epidemic that there are services that allow you to rent entire families for company. This is Ishi Ryuchi, a fake father to about 25 families and a rental husband to over 600 different women. He's also the CEO of Family Romance, a popular family rental service. Starting from around 80 bucks, you can choose from over 1,200 professional family members to take you to graduations, weddings, and even a drink at the pub. Due to a skyrocketing increase in loneliness in Japan, sadly, these services are necessary. And Ishii says the job is super rewarding. So, do you think the West is ready for a service like this? Loneliness can be hard period. And as far as the question of the difference between the West being ready for, I say that there's a difference between being ready for something and having a need for something. Mm -hmm. While we might pretty obviously not be ready, ready for it yet, Loneliness is a thing here, too. There are a lot of people who are lonely. And I go back to um, two places. The Boondocks. Love that show. Don't get to watch it as much. But um, when the grandfather hooked up with a woman pimp who I know the shows are so wild. But it, it makes a point, hooked up with a woman pimp who is pimping him out to women. And he's like, yeah, I'm about to have a whole lot of sex with a whole lot of women. And all the women would want is for him to, like, just hold them, sit and watch TV with them, and stuff like that. It wasn't about sex at all, you know? And we know that same thing happens because grandpa's character was like, man, these women don't want to have sex. They just want to sit and talk and stuff. It's like that also happens with men. And Trevor Noah spoke about that on his show as well, how there are, there's a good number of men who will pay to pay for the company of a prostitute. No sex, just be with me, talk to me, chat with me, you know? So I say, I also wonder as far as the people for families. Now, as far as making it to the West, it'd be an issue of, because right now there is a stigma around prostitution so there would be a stigma around people renting themselves as a family, even though you could be like, no, we're renting, the, uh, I, I'm renting myself as her husband. We're not having sex, just like real husband and wife. Anyway, you know, we're, we're just spending time together. And the kids are just playing video games at night when they get home, you know? So it's like, but that could feel too much like prostitution to some people. So uh, it'd have to be marketed differently. 
and yeah, you know, I, I can imagine like base complexity, you're one squared. Yeah, I'm sorry, just a minute, my. Well, not your one squared, your whole topic. All right. So, well, all right, I'm done trying to fix that. All right. So, um, now I could be very, very wrong, but just in my opinion, I truly believe that the service is not currently not needed in the U.S. and just my opinion. <laughs> um, I mean, I do fully understand the concept behind it. I just don't think it's really desperately needed here in the U.S. in particular, is of now. And that's just my opinion. Once again, I'm going to step on your extra uh, time Go and for say, it. I can see highly successful executives getting to the point that it's like, you know what? I don't want to take the time out of work to raise a family or a woman get pregnant and give birth for my husband and stuff like that. No, I'm just going to rent this family and we'll do that. We'll have our fun with the family at times that we want to, you know, and I could see that becoming a thing. And subsequently, I can see people giving birth to new children becoming a thing for the working class to be like, oh, okay, you know, well, we are going to give birth to these kids so we can sell ourselves as a family to the wealthy people to be their family, you know? And that could be a thing. Now that would, I, I, I think that would be very awkward and, and very not cool. I also think it could become sliding again into AI because AI can be like, Imagine that they get AI to the point that you can pick how your partner looks, your AI partner looks, and like just imagine the sexiest man. <laughs> mm. That man could be the man that you order as your husband. And if you have the right money, you can have that man as your husband. And you all can raise a family together. And I will say maybe it would get to the point that hybrid families and human families 
are all together. Like some families are human families, some families are hybrid families. And that can be a beautiful thing as well. And also, some people might physically need the whole AI children thing, you know, because some people might be physically not capable of giving birth to a child. And they might be like, you know what? But I want us to raise a family. So they order AI kids to take care of and have them grow under their tutelage. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Um, so, so maybe that would be a, a beautiful thing. And um, I think that we need to learn to welcome diversity. Now, the uh, one sentence that I have is, I believe that we can improve. And like Jordan Sparks' song, One Step at a Time. And maybe we can have mixed society of hybrid families and human families, just all living together, loving each other. Wouldn't it be beautiful? I actually like that song by Patty LaBelle. Base complexity, and then I'll do the uh, one sentence after. All right. Um, they basically made it very clear that that is along the lines of friends of family and yeah I mean if that's good thing go for it just not my thing that's whatever I think it could be a beautiful thing if done the right way. And again, like I said, some families can't medically give birth for whatever reason. Right. So they being able to order Oh, and I hope they don't make it a subscription. I can't stand subscriptions. You're not the only I was just, huh? See, you're not the only one. Oh my gosh, I can't stand them. I was just talking to a connection about that today. Like I despise subscriptions. And if, if they're like, and maybe that's, we're in a capitalist society. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's about that bottom dollar, getting top dollar for that bottom dollar, you know, <laughs> tops and bottoms. <laughs> but yeah, I think it would be cool. Mm. I, I I wouldn't be opposed to it. And Kevin, um, what time are we at? Um, 53 minutes. 
I will say, I, again, we're not in echo chamber and we didn't even discuss our answers before the show, right. but um, I don't agree. I think that, okay, I agree that we're not ready, but I do think that there are enough lonely people in our in the West that we would benefit from it. I think it's a real thing. Yeah, but just like I said, just and you kind of said that also that wanting it to be a subscription service. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, capitalism <laughs> might make it um, awful. Under segment. <laughs> but it, I think in its holistic form, it's a potentially beautiful thing that can lead to more happiness and life satisfaction for more people, in my opinion. More people feeling more justified in life. Oh my gosh, I, I'm about to make myself cry. Basic complexity, are you ready for E? Yeah. Cerebral TV 228. Pow. Because I didn't do the hashtag verse TV yes or no question. Could you be interested in paying for your own rental family? Picturesque family. Human GPT4. Hashtag Cerebral TV 228 at the Seinfeld Addict at Sean Fowler at Doc Glock. Hashtag verse TV 228E. I'm sorry, we have no midsize available at the moment. I don't understand. I made a reservation. Do you have my reservation? Oh, yes, we do. Unfortunately, we ran out of cars. But the reservation keeps the car here. That's why you have the reservations. I know why we have reservations. I don't think you do. <laughs> if you did, I'd have a car. <laughs> See, you know how to take the reservation. You just don't know how to hold the reservation. And that's really the most important part of the reservation, the holding. Anybody can just take them. Thing about me, I'm not a chaser. If we don't talk, we don't talk. I'm never gonna beg to be in somebody's life because there was a time I didn't even know you and I was perfectly fine. Thing about me, I'm not a chaser. If we don't talk, we don't talk. I'm never gonna beg to be in somebody's life because there was a time I didn't even know you and I was perfectly fine. Tell me about yourself. I'm a gastroenterologist who hasn't seen a patient in 12 years. Why did you stop practicing? License suspended. Medicare fraud. That shows initiative. I like that. Why do you want to work for United Healthcare? I want to give people peace of mind when it comes to their healthcare costs. Why do you really want to work for United Healthcare? Money. I want it. Who do you want to take that money from? Everybody. Even the poor and infirm? especially the poor and infirm. Do you keep up with the latest medical advances? Absolutely not. How's your empathy? 
non-existent. A neurosurgeon requests prior authorization for emergency removal of a brain tumor. How do you respond? We'll get back to you in six to eight weeks. What brings you joy? Maximizing corporate profits while getting yelled at by desperate Americans with crushing amounts of medical debt. Here's a claim. Review it. Denied. Don't you want to look at it first? No. <laughs> All right. And hashtag BirthCB family. This has been week 228. I'm Aaron Mack. You can find me Aaron Mack at BirthCB.com. A-A-R-O-N-M-C-K at B-E-R-S-T-E-A-B dot com. That's also our website, B-E-R-S-T-E-A-B dot com. And you can find us all over social media. Just search hashtag B-E-R-S-T-E-A-B. Or you could even, because we, we have a few pages on different platforms. So just search at B-E-R-S-T-E-A-B. It's complexity. Yes. Um, wow. Then, yeah. Um, I am definitely known as basic complexity. Um, so best way to figure it out is like, it's like two words, basic and complexity. Put them together, no space. So that actually we say it this way, capital B A S I C, capital C O M P L E X I T Y, and. That is how I can be found on Instagram. Then my email is basiccomplexity at versetv.com. And finally, um, with, and this one is just a bit different. Well, on TikTok, I can be found at my basic complexity. So get the tours put together basic and complexity, but you wanna uh, put the capital M lowercase Y right in front of that because somehow someone already took basic complexity. So that's what I had to come up with. And yeah, those are pretty much the ways to contact me. Like I said, with my basic complexity, that is TikTok. So it's just regular basic complexity for Instagram. And the email is basic complexity at verse TV dot com. Cool. Now we actually have a couple of minutes, so so we can go into uh, light overtime. 
and talk about the songs. As far as the Ain't Nobody, there, I, I believe you were like, I think Monica did it first, but somebody might have done it before. Shaka Khan and Rufus had a hit song called Ain't Nobody, sure. but it's a totally different song. It wasn't a, Monica did not remake Ain't Nobody. It wasn't a remake. The song was just called Ain't Nobody. And I used to play that song constantly and because. Gonna say, you're where uh, Prince Evans had a song with the same name around that she, time period. She did. Yeah. yeah. Ain't nobody who can love me like you do. <laughs> Ain't no reason that I'd ever be unto. And no reason I can't find a reason why. Ain't nobody who can really love me like you do. I don't remember the, the rest of the song, though. I, I, I love that song. That, that's her debut album. Yes. Yeah. And that's interesting. When did Faith Evans release her debut album? Um, I know Faith Evans was before Monica and before the Nutty Professor soundtrack. So when you say it's around the same time. But see, those years get kind of mushed together because we were little kids. You know? really do. Huh. But I think Faith Evans was like 94. Yeah, could be. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, all right, hashtag Verse TV family. We'll see you all next time. And yeah, all right. Peace, VerseTV.com. I know, like we, we, it's like that uh, South Park episode every single time with the uh, I'm with stupid. Sure, that's pointing to the left and nobody's at the left. <laughs> South, Park, South Park had some fun with that. Because like one time the person was wearing the shirt, he's like, I'm with stupid. And the arrow was pointing straight up. So, Anyway, South Park is hilarious. Anyway, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Do you remember when South Park first came out? Ooh. I think we were in high school. Really? Yeah. Actually, I know we were in high school because I lived on Mithra Street in New Orleans, Louisiana, Palm Train Park. Yeah. And yes, I remember I was like, this is a cool, funny show. And that was back when a chef was on it, Isaac Hayes. <laughs> Not ringing any bells for you. Okay. All right, well, Hashtag Verse TV family. exactly what you're talking about. Huh? 
said, I know exactly what you're talking about. You, but, okay. So you do remember when it came out? Yeah, surprisingly. Didn't think I did. But I didn't, I wasn't like heavily following it then. Really? Yeah. It, it, it was a great show. Oh, and another thing that was around the time that uh, Al Gore and Beyonce invented the internet. And I, 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 I'm kidding. I actually just got that from um, <laughs> our fellow 1983 baby Kev on stage. <laughs> and he was like, Beyonce and Al Gore conspired to create the internet. And I'm like, that is such, that is such a reference from a 1983 baby, because people who are much younger than us <laughs> won't even know what you're talking about, you know, like, but <laughs> that was a, a thing that I think that was like a 2000 thing, you know, Probably. anyway, all right, <laughs> have a good night. Peace, hashtagversetv.com. Stay blessed. All right. Hashtagversetv. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, aka Basic Complex to be. Hashtagversetv family. Hashtag Verse TV for Hashtag Verse TV family. Two, two, eight, 